Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRM News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden says Congress averting a government shutdown is good news even though the temporary funding bill did not meet his full request. With just a few hours to spare, Congress approved a short-term bill to keep federal agencies open. The president welcomed the news, saying in a statement that House and Senate lawmakers prevented an unnecessary crisis that would have inflicted needless pain on millions of Americans. However, he's upset that House Republicans tried to walk away from a budget agreement he made with Speaker McCarthy, and he's calling on lawmakers to pass new aid for Ukraine, which the temporary measure does not include. Greg Clugston, Washington. In the meantime, there could be a very nasty battle shaping up. Florida Republican Matt Gates today says he'll try to remove House Speaker McCarthy from his position this week. This is SRN News. Brandon Tatum sees work ahead for Trump. MAGA people are going to vote for Trump no matter what. But for, the, for other people that's on the fence, in the middle, vacillating, in the general... It's when you're going to see a, a, a huge effect. If Donald Trump is able to prove his innocence early on, or it, it appears that he's going to be innocent early on, I think that's going to be a tremendous boost for him. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Our sister station, AM 980 The Mission, has once again teamed with the Bible League to spread the word of God throughout the world. Give a Bible for $5 or 12 for $60. And a limited time match will double every Bible you send. Call 800-YES-WORD or give at am980themission.com. From the Genovations Region Weather Center, mid-80s today, sunshine. Tonight's low 65 with clear skies for the overnight, while Monday brings sunny skies high around 83. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And as always, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Going to take a transition now, talk about some local politics, folks. It's an odd year, but there are still some very important elections going on in your neighborhood, I have a feeling. So uh, last week we were focusing on my neck of the woods, the Anoka Hennepin uh, School District. This week, uh, coming a little further south to the South Washington County School District, to be specific. And today we have three different candidates vying for three different seats on the South Washington 
County School Board are Ryan Clark, Jamie Kochheisel, and Anthony, or is it Tony? You go by Tony? Tony Mahmood? Anthony Tony. Tony, okay. Tony Mahmood, you'll answer to either one. Yeah. Uh, folks, welcome to the broadcast. Good to see you all. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Okay, well, we'll start uh, kind of from uh, my left and go around here. Uh, Ryan Clark, I uh, already know who you are. Why are you running? Uh, I'm running because I have three kids in Washington County School District. Um, and over time, I've seen how the education system uh, in South Washington County Schools has kind of uh, shifted away from the traditional academics to uh, maybe including more political bias into the school system. Mm. And I think that uh, overall, for the benefit of all of the kids and families that are in our district, to have a truly diverse and inclusive uh, education system means to take away as much of the political uh, bias or um, partisanship that exists in school today and really try to fund to focus back to the fundamentals, you know, the, the merit-based, education-based, more uh, classical or traditional education. Okay. Jamie, same question. Uh, you got in the fray. Why are you running? Yes. Thank you for having us, by the of way. Course. Uh, yes. I, I got into this about two and a half years ago. Um, first of all, I live in Woodbury uh, with my husband and my two children who are in high school now. Um, they uh, have gone to the South Washington County schools for 10 years and then they also have gone to private schools for um, going on three years now. So I have seen both private and public mm-hmm. uh, from both experiences. And um, I have seen what works and doesn't work uh, from a parent's perspective. But then also when I got involved in this about two years ago, um, I ran for the first time uh, for school board. Okay. And since then have been uh, writing a blog and talking, interviewing parents. Anybody yeah. I can talk to, I talk to. Uh, about the subject, and because I've seen the decline that Ryan is talking about um, in the public schools, which is why with academics, that's my primary goal is to get us back up to a level where uh, we once were. We were once a very strong, uh, we, we w- would meet the proficiency standards, we would exceed, and now we are, um, we are fa- falling behind in our academics. So uh, my, my primary goals are um, academic achievement and excellence with the, uh, the children. Um, I come from a very family-oriented background. Taking, uh, I'm a photographer, um, so always have taken family photos. So the family is very important to me, parents, children, and teacher relationship. Um, so that's safety in the classroom, and then also, um, so and then that goes along with parent being a parent-centered candidate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, finally, Tony Mahmood, uh, your your motivation for running probably along the same lines, I would imagine. Well, pretty pretty much, yeah. We're all kind of in the same same area of, of thinking. Um, you know, I've been around for fifty-four years. I've slowly watched the decline of our society. I've slowly watched it happen from within our school system. Mm. They teach our kids. They're teaching our kids things that they don't need to know. It's up to the parents to decide on, on a lot of the stuff that they're trying to tell our children how to act, how to behave. They need to just focus on reading, writing, math, science, history. Those are the important parts. Anything to do with religion or sex or any of that type of education, that should be coming from the parents. They've taken away the parents' voice. So no longer are the parents able to come to a board meeting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that's, you're fine. And, uh, and be able to tell tell the board what they're thinking or how they want want their children to learn the the board does a closed door meeting they decide what they're going to do and then they do it and they allow the parents to come and talk but they don't care so i want to see the parents have their voice again i want to see the teachers be able to teach and not just have to follow 
what the upper muckety mucks tell them they have to do. Right, right. So uh, now when you talk, we're, we're hearing a lot about uh, parents getting more and more involved in, in local elections. And I think that's a great thing because, you know, you, you, a lot of parents, they're chided, as you alluded to, Tony, they come to these school board meetings, they, they make their voices heard, they may, maybe even vent their frustrations. And then we've, unfortunately, we've seen in some areas across the country where when parents come to do that, uh, the Department of Justice labels them as domestic terrorists. So yes. that's certainly a, a, a significant concern, to say the least. Uh, definitely a bizarre world when, when that kind of stuff happens. But when you, when you talk about a role in the school board, anybody, any of you can uh, tackle this question. Uh, what, in your minds, do you see as the role of a school board? Do they get to determine curriculum? Do they get to have a say in it? Do they, uh, I mean, what kind of standards, uh, what kind of, I guess, work do they put in to ensure that the kids are uh, being exposed to the things that you desire they're exposed to. I'll let anybody take that question. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, the school board is the, that's the, that's the end all. That's, those are the people that say, this is the curriculum we're going to go with. This is how things are going to be. They need to listen to what the parents want. They need to listen to their teachers. Their teachers are right there. They're on the front lines every yeah, single right. day, and they're not listening to them. There's so many teachers that I've talked to uh, uh, during my campaign here that they're afraid to tell what's going on. Mm. They don't want to speak up. Mm-hmm. They ask me not to use their names because they're afraid that they're going to be fired or, or shamed. And it's kind of funny that these, these school officials um, – they're trying to teach our children not to shame each other and do this, do the right things, and yet they're the ones doing it themselves. I, I don't understand how they can get away with it, and they're not going to anymore. There's three seats available. The three of us are running. If we get in there, we can actually make a change because there's one other person in there that uh, – um, what, what, what Eric Tesmer. Eric, Eric. He, he's like-minded thinking as well. So okay. we'll have a majority. And we'll be able to get things done. So, so if so, so uh, Jamie Kokeisel, if an alien came down from Mars and said, "What is this school board you speak of?" How would you describe it to someone who would have no concept of what its uh, what its role is? Right. Well, what I would say first of all is the that triangle. I'm going to go right back to that triangle. That that parent, child, teacher triangle. That's the most important uh, piece to me. And a school board should complement that. So it shouldn't overtake that. It should complement that. Kind of like. Um, how I feel um, the relationship between the school and the family should be. The, the, the parent is that number one teacher for every child, um, and I truly do believe that. And the school board um, is there to, yes, we talk about curriculum, and um, what I've seen is that there is a curriculum committee, and they, they um, and the school board members are assigned to be on that committee, like all the other committees um, they don't necessarily have as much say as I wish they did. And a lot of those rights are being taken away um, for the school boards, unfortunately, with the legislature making the decisions that they're making right now. Um, so by the time we, you know, this last legislative session, for instance, <laughs> has taken quite a bit mm. of those rights yes. away. And so in order for a school board to be e- effective and efficient, um, you know, our hands will be tied. But, um, you know... The local control really is is where it's at. That's where we need to get back to. We need to get back to a place where um, the local community can decide for themselves, and then the schools become almost like this outreach into the community. 
Now, Ryan Clark, you, uh, uh, like your uh, colleagues here, your fellow candidates are out there. Uh, obviously, talking to parents, you know, part of a campaign is, of course, uh, trying to get votes, lock voters in. What are some of the concerns that you're hearing uh, from parents and maybe those who aren't parents, but obviously it would behoove them to have a, a very safe and well-functioning school district. What are some of the concerns, the main concerns, I guess, you're hearing from voters? Um, I've heard about three that have kind of been repeated over and over. Um, one is folks are aware that there's a, a academic decline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are, uh, the parents I've spoken to on the whole largely are concerned that the young folks, their children included, aren't going to be competitive in the future market once we get through the school system you know, and, and say, I don't want to use the word spits them out, but once they graduate sure. and move on in life, do they have the skill sets that they need, right, to be able to be competitive, get a good job, uh, really support our economy and our future for the country? That's a big one. Uh, another one is safety. They're, a lot of the uh, parents I've talked to are concerned about this SRO issue, um, and it's not necessarily just uh, having police officers in school or not. It's really right. um, the behavior of the kids, the lack of respect that some kids have for the country, for each other, for themselves, for the authority, for the teachers. Um, kids not being appreciative of the opportunities that they're given to, you know, to, to learn. Essentially, we, you know, our public school system should exist to ensure that our young people have learned the critical skills and developed the acumen, uh, character development, um, you know, aptitude in these various things. And that's what, you know, from the safety perspective, they're worried about that as well. If kids are misbehaving, it's taking away from the learning of other kids. And the third thing I've heard a, a lot, and it comes up, is the, the fiscal transparency or the kind of what's the fiduciary obligation of the mm. public school system um, we've seen the data shows and it's it's irrefutable uh, for the last 10 years the cost per pupil has gone up almost year over year over year but the decline that the proficiencies are going down year over year over year so the idea that we can just spend more money and throw more money at a problem doesn't necessarily fix it, and I think parents are becoming aware of that. And after this last legislative session, we're fully funded. Have we learned what fully funded education means after this last legislative session? That's, uh, that's what we heard from the yeah. governor's ministry. We're going to be fully funded education now that we got the trifecta. Has that yes. happened yet, uh, uh, Ryan Clark? I don't think so because they want more money, right? Um, <sighs> and, and, Unfunded you know, mandates. <laughs> and, you know, to be fair, there are – to be fair, you do need to have money to run public schools. Of course. Systems, of course. Yeah. Uh, and so I think my intention, and I would say the other candidates that are here with me today, it's not our intention to go in and blow up the whole system and try to take away funding and those types of things. What we would like to see is that there's a detailed view or, or like a transparent audit, if you will, of what money do we have coming in? What things can we reduce or eliminate? Do we know if certain programs are actually uh, – are we getting the ROI that we expect for mm. the programs that are in place? Sure. And what are we really trying to teach with the programs that we're putting forward? And so, you know, on the whole, that's what I'm hearing for from the parents. You know, Once again, we are joined in studio by three candidates running for South Washington County School Board. Let's see if I can get the name straight. Ryan Clark, Jamie Kokeisel, and Tony Mahmood, uh, all running in uh, three different areas of South Washington County. Obviously, a lot of issues that they're hearing from voters in their uh, respective campaigns. So we'll be back with more and be available to take your phone calls if you so desire, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. Yeah, wait for the camera, everybody. Brad Carlson back in mere moments with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Tuning into your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show? These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. 
Visit DependOnAM.com to help keep AM radio in vehicles for the next generation. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking health and alternatives. Our age 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Hey, it's Jim Daly here. Just so you know, it's time, time for a challenge, time to not only be a Christian, but live your faith. Bring Your Bible to School Day is the next Live It Challenge on October 5th. Nationwide, kids will team up to share the gospel at their schools. To learn more or register your children for the first time, visit bringyourbible.com. His word gives us confidence. So let's live it up, bringyourbible.com. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. The bill should also move quickly through the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up, be heard. Or you can text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Talking some local issues this hour with three school board candidates running for three different seats on the South Washington County School Board. Ryan Clark, Jamie Kochheisel, and Tony Mahmood all running. Uh, Ryan and Jamie in the Woodbury area. Tony uh, out of uh, Newport, did you say? Right, Newport? Yes. Okay. So uh, obviously a lot at stake in a lot of these local elections. And as I say to my listeners all the time, uh, you know, city council, county commissioners, school board, that is where you can have the most impact. I mean, I get it. The legislature and Congress, they get all of the big headlines, but the direct impact on your lives are in these local elections. So these are important. I dare and I would venture to say more important than what you're getting in your even your elections, whether it's Congress or president or whatever else. And uh, we'll talk about the presidential election, obviously, more in detail when that uh, gets in full force next year. 
Uh, but I want you, I want you folks. I don't know if you've heard this clip yet, but I want I want you to listen to this particular uh, audio clip. This is uh, want to be sure to get her title right. You uh, you folks probably heard of Denise Speck, I would assume. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she is the uh, um, head of the Minnesota Teachers Union. Uh, I want you to hear this particular clip, and you can react accordingly. You may have heard it already, but I want to get your reaction. To this uh, Spencer, if you have cut number five ready, here we go. And what we're what we're hearing is. Um, the stakes have never been higher. Um, you know, these school board races are happening in places where perhaps, um, you know, there haven't been contested elections. Um, or uh, maybe it's been, you know, the local banker who has an interest in strong schools, or maybe it's um, a student's grandparent who wants to give back to the schools that have given so much to their family. Um, but what we are finding is that there are more and more contested races. Um, uh, these candidates aren't coming from, you know, a lot of times they're being funded from a national agenda um, and getting national money. In fact, um, we are very aware that I think in last year in, in Brainerd, there were about, I think there was about $40,000 $40, um, spent in a race that typically would not have had anybody. Um, outside of the state mailers coming from um, southwestern Minnesota, um, with an interest in what is going on in Brainerd, Minnesota. You have to ask yourself why. Okay, so that's uh, uh, Minnesota Teachers Union President Denise Speck expressing frustration. School boards are, races are getting more competitive. Free and fair elections, the horror, Ryan Clark. <laughs> no, that was fantastic. Actually, uh, I saw that clip posted on Alpha News. Mm, okay. Maybe a minute or two later, I was the first one to comment on that. Okay. And what I said was, I happen to be one of those candidates running in a contested election, and I'm I'm proud to do so. It, it, I think a lot of the you know the folks are just tired of it at the end of the day, and so um, it, it's it's speaking or it's telling to me rather um, the inference I get from what this lady is saying is she's surprised that people are starting to care, mm. right, and that. It's, it's some type of uh, atrocity that there's all this outside money, which I have yet to see. I don't know. Any, I don't know about yeah. anybody else, but I don't know anything about outside money. You unashamedly accepted, you know. I, I, hey, I'm pretty sure I haven't, and uh, especially in lieu of of the the teachers' union and kind of the the whole public education system machine from the Democrat Party, you know, in the state legislature down to the the union level, all the way down to the school board or the school level itself. I would venture the guess that more of that money is there for those candidates than for us. I would say to these progressives, I say, I will accept as much money as you accept from uh, yeah. outside sources like that. I will I, I mean, will take that pledge. Like, that would be <laughs> equitable, would it not? Yeah, so, right. Sure, right. share your money with us. So, yeah, and obviously, I, I think, you know, it's... She belittles the motivation. Well, you know, some of these they just want to run to give thanks to the to, to uh, you know what the what these districts did for their kids. And hey, that's great that twenty years ago that the district it's almost an unwitting admission, Jamie Kokeisel, that what happened maybe twenty years ago isn't quite on par with what's going on today. I mean, a, a union head can't can't very well say these words, but it's very telling how she phrased that. Yeah, I did start listening to that, and I didn't listen quite <clears throat> all the way through, but I think it's very. Um, Anybody can go online and see our campaign financing. I mean, if we receive anything over $100, we have to say who it was and where it came from. So, um, yeah, the people, the parents care. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe we haven't uh, been as active with, as we should have been before um, but because now we're starting to see uh, the repercussions of sitting back and pressing the easy button and letting uh, 
letting the teachers union run the show. Um, we, you know, I, I did interview with the teachers union. Um, I said that I was not interested in endorsement, but I was interested in meeting them. And I thought they were all very uh, nice people. I, you know, probably could get along with some of them. But um, when it comes to the school board uh, race and be, being a school board candidate, um, I, <laughs> two years ago, people were always, uh, the, the opposition was always uh, thinking that I was in cahoots with some kind of organization. Like, you know, she's got, you know, she's got to have all these people helping. I'm like, no. Yeah, parent groups. Mm -hmm. I've got parents, and and I'm getting you know hundred dollars here and hundred dollars there. But it, that's that's not um, that's not a very large organization coming in and helping me versus a teachers union. Yeah, and I mean she makes references specifically like there's some areas in southwestern Minnesota that are helping a district in Brainerd, and I'm thinking, right. well, you know, if uh, all ships rise with the tide here, if if every school district is doing better and doing well, I mean that would behoove the entire state for all districts to you know, to level up and, and, you know, have a standard where all other districts, uh, uh, subscribe to. Well, Tony Mahmood, what, uh, when you share your kind of your, uh, I guess, motivation for being in this particular race, are your motivations ever called into question? Because I, I find that again, as we maybe talked about off air parental rights, you know, parents having more of a say in their kids' education uh, that's seen as a pejorative parental rights. Um, are you getting that criticism or in some areas? Well, f first, I just want to say something about that little clip. Oh, please. Yeah, have. go ahead. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it seems to me like she's frustrated and angry that parents are standing up and saying enough is enough. We can't take this anymore. We want our children to learn. Right. And they've been so unopposed for so many years. She's just befuddled. Oh, my gosh. What? What's going on Things are here? going swimmingly. How, What's going how, on? Yeah. How can these people think this way? We're doing such a wonderful job. Right. 50% of the kids can actually read it and do math at, at the right level they're supposed to be at. I'm sorry, 50% is not enough. That's right. not good enough. Right. That That is unacceptable. So um, what I'm seeing, what, I'm, uh, what, what I see is people are telling me that um, – Keep my religion out of the school system because I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that we have paths that we follow. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting people that are commenting on my Facebook page saying, you know, keep your religion out of school. Well, religion is in school. We had talked about this, mm -hmm. the three of us, about religion and how it's in schools and, you know, what, what are our thoughts on that? We don't have to bring religion in school. Religion's already there. The children bring it in. There's Catholic children. There's Lutherans. There's Jewish people. There's Muslim people. There's all religions are in school already. We don't need to teach religion. We need the families to be able to teach religion. But we have to be acceptable to the fact that these religions are there. That's what's great about this country. We can all have our own religion, and the government can't tell us what to do. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't get the impression. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't get the impression that any of you all are take whatever your respective faiths are, are trying to take it and, and implement it in any sort of curriculum. That's kind of against the law, but that that isn't doesn't sound like what you're trying to do here. Right? No, we're not. And and but the the opposition, they say some really weird things. Yeah. They're, they're, they they turn what you say. So then when you turn it around, they get all frustrated and they're like, "Well, that's not what I said." And I'm like, well, I thought that was the game we were playing. You turn my words around. I turn your words around. Isn't yeah. that what we're doing here? And then they leave you alone. 
Yeah, well, I mean, and, and I think it's also very telling, you know, we, the clip we heard from the union head, I mean, expressing the uh, the shock and almost horror that these are, there are competitive school board races. I don't know if this person just is wanting to sweep under the rug the legitimate issues that are happening in our public schools or just lives in a bubble, isn't aware of them, but... Uh, I'm going to vote for bubble. Yeah, okay. Any Anybody else want to take a, a stab at that one, uh, Ryan Clark? we got a couple minutes in the, left in this segment. Well, I'd like to piggyback kind of off of what he's saying about the religion in the schools, right? So uh, I don't think anybody realistically wants to bring religion back into schools as far as it was maybe 100 years ago or something to that effect. Sure. Um, it is worth mentioning, however, that some of the belief systems and structures that are, that are in place... Uh, in particular that are pushed by very far-left progressive ideologies could be construed as being religious. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so if if that's what we're going to be talking about here, then we want all that stuff out of school, right? So if, if there are there are kids who, who follow religious faith, who go to school, there are kids who do not. There are things that are, uh, say, promoted and supported in the schools which are antithetical to some people's faith, and it's those things you can't talk about or can't touch, so why not just take all that stuff out of the school? Either have it be equitable, where if you want to have the Ten Commandments in school next to an LGB whatever type of flag or next to this, next to this, next to this, if that's what we want to do, okay. But people find that's kind of, it's not really realistic. Hmm. So the reality is we shouldn't have any of those things in school, right? But what we should have in school is we're focused on literacy, academic literacy across the board. We're talking about reading, math, science, history, civics, these types of things, um, music, orchestra, everything else. Um, in, in that context, if we, if we remove all of those social distractions and focus just on academics, then it, we lay the foundation that will support all of the kids, regardless of what background they come from, regardless of what their ethnicity is, regardless of what they look like or who they like or whatever the case is. None of that stuff really needs to be there to begin with. Once again, we are joined in uh, yeah, the round of applause from the other candidates on that one. <laughs> joined by three candidates running for school board in South Washington County Schools. Ryan Clark, Jamie Kochheisel, Tony Mahmood. Back with another segment on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is Just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. 
Politics and education. It's often easier to learn what people are against than what they're for. Education America believes there's a better conversation to be had, and it's a conversation about what we're for. Abraham Lincoln famously said, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Let's awaken the world around us to the foundational truths that shaped our nation and see Lincoln's words come to life. Join Rebecca Hagstrom and Abigail Johnson on Education America, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Visit savetheclassroom.com for podcasts, past episodes, and other resources. Education America, save the classroom, save the country. Tune in Saturday evenings at 6 on AM 1280 The Patriot. Check out savetheclassroom.com. Education America, save the classroom, save the country. Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Charlie Kirk here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. It's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget our live stream that is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. We thank you for tuning in. Again, joined in studio. It's been a fascinating discussion. Insights into the school board campaign of three different school board candidates running in South Washington County. Ryan Clark, Jamie Kokeisel, Tony Mahmood. Uh, we've talked a lot about issues, and we'll get back to that a little bit. But I'm just curious, you know, what the uh, what the campaign grind is like. I mean, Jamie, you alluded to the fact you ran for school board race within the last couple of years. Uh, what's this been like? Everything um, you thought it would be, hoped it would be? What surprised you? What, what did you expect? Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you. Uh, sure. Um, so I have uh, a new appreciation for folks who run for office. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair, uh, yeah. That's fair. Uh, I understand now the need for a communications director or uh, a treasurer. Um, you know, people to set uh, the, the schedule and the calendars. Um, getting out and talking to people has been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm kind of a private guy, so it's doing something like this. Uh, you know, six months ago, I would have never thought that I would be running for school board. I never thought a day in my life I'd see my name on a street sign or a yard sign, nor did I ever think I'd be sitting here talking to you. <laughs> Just <laughs> things I wouldn't have thought of. Well, we appreciate that concession. Right? No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, I tend to keep to myself. I'm not uh, an overly political guy. I'm not an activist, you know. I'm just a normal guy. I'm just a, a, a husband and a father. Need more of those, right? Yeah, concerned yes. father of three sons in school, right? It's really what it comes down to. Um, but what I've taken away from this is there are a lot of really good people out there to help. Um, we don't have a lot of support from, like, a, a, the type of um, infrastructure that you might have from a, a union, like teachers union, for example. So everything, that all the help that we've gotten, which is a lot, a lot more than I would have thought, actually, it's all grassroots. It's, it's just moms and dads. You know, grandmas and grandpas, folks who are just concerned. So it really is a truly grassroots type of thing. So that's been my big takeaway is how many people are willing to step up and help. You know, put the yard signs out, uh, go door knocking, that kind of stuff. 
So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Jamie, obviously, as you alluded to, this isn't your isn't your first go around. But um, uh, did you take away a lot from your last campaign and are implementing this campaign? What what worked and what didn't? Has that been uh, a help for you? Yes, it felt very natural stepping into it once I decided to run. And I did not decide to run until a week before filing. Mm, um, so good. once I decided, I was there at, was it 8.30, 7.30? It was right as filing began that uh, 1st of August. Okay. And um, I, was, I was ready to go. And from that point forward, you know, I just learned so much the first time around. Um, so it's just been easier to know, you know, what uh, – wh- I know what my – uh, I know what I'm good at, and I know what I need to work on. I knew what was going to be the hardest part, and what and what was going to be the fun part. The fun part is talking to people. It's meeting face to face. It's looking people right in the eye. It's meeting their kids. It's finding out what's working for them, what's not working for them. Um, those are really those. You know, being at the door, going to the events, um, handing out my card, and actually being there in person with people. It's the best part. The the worst part's got to be Facebook and <laughs> the attacks. Um, Understood. Yeah. And <laughs> and then uh, you know I I wouldn't say the worst part, but the hardest part for me because I'm not a speaker. Um, in fact, I uh, that's one of the hardest been the hardest one of the hardest reasons to get into this was because I didn't think that I could do it. Um, the the League of Women Voters Forum, you know, just speaking at that forum is was a very big step for me. So um, now we're past that, and now we're on to the the fun part of meeting people door to door. Yeah, Tony Mahmood, you you had indicated that uh, despite the fact your kids are grown no longer in the district, you still have to live there, and obviously it would behoove you and, y- and your neighbors to have a a, a sound, a functional a school district. So I understand the the motivation from, uh, from getting in, but. How about yourself, the campaign grind? This is probably something that is new to you as well. Um, everything you expected, some things you didn't expect, what can you tell us? Um, it's pretty much what I expected, crazy, insane. Um, <laughs> there's, there are so many things going on every day that you're supposed to be like, you need to be here at this time, you need to be there at that time. Like Ryan was saying, it, you need somebody to, mm. to help you with all that. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm constantly going through texts or emails Trying to look for okay, I know I have it down today that I'm supposed to be here, but what time was it? Where was it? I'm looking through. <laughs> now you got to call these guys up and say, um, "Can you tell me what time that's going to be?" At? <laughs> so, yeah, right. So that's been a little crazy, but I've always enjoyed getting out and talking to people. And one of the reasons why I'm running is because I've just seen the decline of our society in a whole, and it starts with our kids. We've lost our children. We've lost a generation to this craziness, and we need to get them back. We need to start a new generation that can grow up and take care of stuff. I'm getting old. I'm 54 years old. I'm going to be retiring soon. I'm going to be on Social Security. I need these kids to work. <laughs> you know? Right, right. we got to get them working. Yeah. Right now, they're coming out of school. They don't even want to work. They don't know how to work. They can't work an eight-hour day. It's horrible. Yeah, and one of the things that I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things you know my wife experienced having you know being a school teacher herself is, you know, the, obviously we had a couple of years that were lost to to the pandemic. I mean, the end of one school year and then the following school year, there were still some parents wanted to keep their kids at home teaching, learning via Zoom meeting. And when it finally got back to you know somewhat normal school, if there's any such thing anymore, normal school year, the twenty, I guess that would have been twenty twenty two, twenty three school year. All of a sudden, the students are of the mindsets like 
you know, this was so much easier sitting in front of screen. We just had to be on there for 10 minutes and then we can go off and do our own thing. And now trying to, I mean, these are young minds trying to refocus and getting back into the rigors of a, of an five, six hour school day, whatever it is. I mean, how do I guess, you know, I'll open up to any of you, uh, kind of some ideas, thoughts on how we get, get the generation back that maybe essentially lost a couple of years uh, to the pandemic and, it's a lot harder to get back the, I guess, probably the younger you are. I'll open that up to anybody. What's your thoughts on that, especially those of you with kids in the school system? Uh, I think it starts with the parents. The parents will have to kind of make a commitment to get back to really focusing on the kids. Um, I think uh, during this pandemic period, one of the things that maybe a silver lining that came out of this, if you will, is you know parents were forced to be more involved to make sure that their kids sat down yes. on the computer and actually mm-hmm. did the lessons and you're checking the grades or checking the scores and seeing what some of the content is this is kind of how i started to really get more involved in this honestly so well, you're not alone in that yeah exactly exactly right so um we need parents to be involved and we really want to push the expectations because if the kids are behind then the adults in the room have to say okay well hold on now we don't need to waste our time learning about all these other things, the, the you know peripheral type issues. What we really need to do is get back to the basics and really start focusing on things. Maybe we should take some of the screen time away and actually give a, a kid a real book to read. Maybe actually make them write it out with some penmanship. Maybe actually spend some time learning some of these real basic things that we're falling behind on and kind of pushing that versus all these other things, right? And so that's kind of how I look at it is we really need to get back and start focusing on the basics. That's how we start bringing the kids up. If we set expectations lower, the kids are going to achieve lower expectations. If we set the expectations really high, they may not actually meet those super high expectations. Even if they fall short of really high expectations, they are still higher than low expectations. And so I think that there's something to be said there. I think Vince Lombardi said it best. You can't have excellence or can't have perfection. You can't Perfection is impossible, but we strive for perfection mm, so we can settle it. for excellence. Sorry, all Vikings fans out there, but just saying. <laughs> no, I love that quote. I'm, I, I'm as anti-Packer as you get, but that is a great quote, and that's oh. exactly right. You know, well, yeah, exactly. uh, and you're anti-Packer, too, being yes, Cowboys indeed. fan. Yes, so. indeed. Very much so. <laughs> Des Bryant caught that ball. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're kind of going to Sorry. a few tangents there, but, no, that, but that's fair. I mean, uh I guess you know is is there is there something under the purview of the the school board? I mean, you know, there we still hear some of the issues that are taking place because of the, basically the two years lost to the pandemic. Is there some purview or some solutions that you can bring as potential school board members to say, hey, here's how we can get our kids caught up? Um, because I have to believe it's it's possible. More books. Hmm? More books. Okay. More books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we. I like, you know, the parent involvement is very important. Uh, reading what the books that your kids are reading in school, asking the teachers um, more about what the kids are learning in school, asking your kids what they're learning in school. Um, and then that gives you a groundwork for um, how to go forward. But uh, when my kids were in school in 2020, 21, um, I had a, my son was in high school and my daughter was in middle school, so sixth and ninth grade. And um, every day I would ask them, what are you doing in school? Of course, it was um, uh, it was hybrid learning, so they were very, very little time was spent in school. Um, so during the time when they were in school, I expected them to be learning a lot. Um, it turned out that they were watching videos in almost every single class. So mm. it was almost like a babysitting session. Yeah. Um, now, things have gotten a little better since then, and they haven't, <laughs> um, because um, they are learning a lot about social agendas, and um, and, and I, they're not reading as many... 
they need to be reading books. Uh, they, they, that's just writing, writing papers, reading books. Um, there's just so much push in every single subject for, um, every book has to center around some social agenda. Um, and, uh, you know, part of the process of learning is having fun with it. Um, but if, if it's only just an end goal that you're lear- you're reading this book just to learn about um, a, cu- a, a culture that uh, or oppression, um, you know, if that's the takeaway, then the children are feeling like they're constantly going to be canceled because they're they're not saying the right thing or doing the right thing. So how can you learn in an environment like that where you're constantly worried about being judged? Um, learning should be a fun process, and and that's the that's up for the up to the teacher um, to to work with her with the children, and and what works best for them and their learning style. And I think that's being taken away from them right now mm-hmm. by the higher up. Yeah, this has been an absolutely fascinating discussion. We've got one more segment to go with our uh, South Washington County School Board candidates: Ryan Clark, Jamie Kokaiso, Tony Mahmood. Tell you what, why don't we take a break, and we'll be back with one final short segment to give the folks an opportunity to share their various websites, social media sites, where you can find out even more about these particular candidates, particularly if you're in this area, South Washington County. And again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. And also feel free to check out our live stream at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. How would you like to get high-speed Internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast Internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your Internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast Internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. That's 800-846-2124. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. 
Let's make a difference. RWCinfo.org. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. And if there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on the Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final segment in studio with our three candidates running for three different seats on the South Washington County School Board. Ryan Clark, Jamie Kokeisel, Tony Mahmood. Uh, We want to get some logistical stuff out there. We've talked about the campaign and the issues that are facing your respective seats and whatever else. But uh, obviously these campaigns, you've talked about it, the rigor of the campaigns, getting out there, talking to people, takes a lot of time. Also takes some resources. So, folks, uh, despite what Denise Specht is saying, decrying the fact that people in southwestern Minnesota are <gasps> donated to a Brainerd school district, uh, these folks, they'll gladly take some uh, money from you fine Minnesotans here in the uh, in the metro area, regardless if you live in the district. Because let's face it, if uh, all districts, if one or two districts are doing well, that means potentially all districts are doing well and we're a much better state. Uh, for it. So we'll go around the room. We'll start with Ryan. Ryan, if you want to give your various social media sites where people can find your website, if they want to uh, find out more about you, even donate some resources, please feel free. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, so my website is Ryan C for District 833. It rhymed and it sounded good, right? I like so it. Ryan C for District 833.com. That's my website. Um, through my website, there is a, a button to donate. Uh, in my neglect, it's too far down in the webpage. So please scroll. Um, keep it's going. Down, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. It's down <laughs> towards the bottom. Um, you can also email me through my website, and I get those emails directly, and I will I will respond to everybody who emails me a question if it's in good faith, no matter who it is. Um, I have a Facebook page. It's also Ryan C. for District 833. It's my Facebook page. Um, please check it out. I'm posting a lot of content. Um, so, yeah, can, please check it out, and um, feel free to, to hit me up at any point, and I'd be happy to get back to you. Okay. Jamie? Yes, thank you. Uh, my website is Jamie, spelled J-A-I-M-E, for for schools.com and the reason um, so I started this website back in 2021 uh, when I lost the election that time um, I turned it into a blog and so now um, when you go to the website you'll see Jamie for 833 schools um, but the website itself is Jamie for schools uh, I also have a Facebook page Jamie for schools um, on Facebook and uh, on my website, you can find a place to donate. Uh, at the very top, there's a donate button. Um, you can do that online, or you can um, send a check. Uh, any, it would be great. I would be very grateful for that. This is a lot. Of, it takes a lot of money to reach a, over a hundred thousand uh, people. I think we have seventy thousand voters. Is that what we <laughs> discovered? Mm, wow. Over seventy thousand okay. uh, registered voters. Was that what they said? Okay. Um, So we're a a very large district, sixth uh, in the state. And so um, that is appreciated. And I also have a volunteer site uh, page on my site. So thank you. Okay, fantastic. And Tony, uh, any website that you'd like to share, social media? Yeah, so we've been calling, 
we've been saying my name, Tony, but when you go to vote, <laughs> it's going to be Anthony Mahmoud. Okay. So make sure you look for Anthony Mahmoud. You're not going to see Tony Mahmoud on there, but all my friends and the people that know me call me Tony. So um, I have a Facebook page, Anthony Mahmoud, for you that you can go to. It has a link to my web page, which uh, I have to look at because I don't remember. It's Anthony for 833schoolboard.com is my web page. And on my web page, there is a donation button that you can go to and okay. donate. Um, so I just want to let people know Anthony Mahmoud is, is who you need to vote for. We have Ryan and Jamie as well. There's three seats available. The three of us are like-minded. We, we believe and have the same beliefs and we want to do better for our children. And one of the things that uh, we were talking about last segment that I didn't get a chance to weigh in on okay. is the the um, well, no, I, no, I draw blank. <laughs> no, it's fine. And, yeah, I, well, and I just and I just want to emphasize to the folks, you know, at our at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, uh, I did tag each of the folks. Uh, respective Facebook pages in there. So you can go to their Facebook pages, and I know their websites are linked there uh, as well. So And in, and also at my blog, bradcarlson.org, and the <clears throat> post promoting today's show, I've also linked to your respective websites too. So kind of your one-stop shop to find out more about the candidates. And again, uh, it, takes, it certainly takes manpower, volunteers, uh, financial resources to keep these campaigns going. And I believe uh, early voting has already begun. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. On the 22nd. So, folks, if you're in South Washington County, uh, you can vote already. You know, the, And if you like what you've heard and you've heard enough and you want to get out and cast a vote for these, uh, for these folks, uh, feel free to do so. Do so. And uh, election, election Day is first Tuesday in November. So if you're old school like I am and want to still vote in person, you can, uh, you can do that as well. We have about uh, three minutes remaining. Uh, Ryan, JB, Tony, any any final thoughts? Final one minute pitch that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yep, Feel free. Sure. So, um, you know, the, as Tony had mentioned, the three of us are, are relatively like minded folks. Um, we all are our in, own individuals, and we bring a certain perspective and certain mindsets, um, you know, as individuals to our campaign. Um, like I, for myself, I'm trying to restore some balance. That's it's my my logo and my tagline. Uh, it's not my intention to. Uh, when I win a seat on the school board, it is not my intention to show up and push my political views and stuff like that on everybody else. What I would like to see is the politics out of the school entirely and have the schools really focused on academics and really teaching kids you know, skill sets that they can use and bring forward into the environment you know, as they move forward as adults. That's really what I think we're after. So I'm going to pass on to Jamie so she can talk about her tag. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I really am focused on our, our um, well, families is number one, but the reason why that is so important to me is um, I'm looking at our future, at our kids' future and our our nation's future and um, our workforce. Um, so these are the reasons why I'm running um, in order to pr- put out more, put out competent, kids uh into uh our society as a whole for them to have hope um i don't see a lot of hope uh in Mm. the kids that are in uh the schools right now and that just kills me it it really does um make me very sad to see such little hope for their future and um and so uh, that's what i hope to hope to do is right right. (laughs) help them with um, seeing that there's a brighter future out there that's fair Tony, a final one-minute pitch you want to share with well, the listeners? My, my main number one goal is to get the voice back for the parents. We need those parents to, to show up and be there. 
parents are one of the most important things we have for our children. If, if we start taking the parents out of the equation, look what we're left with, what, exactly what we got right mm, now. Right, right. And nobody's happy with that. I don't know anybody that I've talked to that's been happy with what the situation is. Even the people that oppose me aren't happy with the, the situation. So we need to get the parents back more involved. We were talking about COVID and how that affected it and what we can do. Like, like Ryan said, we need to have our parents more engaged. If, if you do vote for me, that's one of the things that I am going to work on is getting parent involvement, working with organizations like Parents United, uh, and talking to the parents and finding out what their thoughts are so that we can go back to the school board and make some real changes and bring back the academics that we need. We need the children to be excited and have fun when they come to school. Right, right now it's like it's, it's horrible for them. Yeah. Once again, I'll be joined in studio by the South Washington County School Board candidates, Ryan Clark, Jamie Kokeisel, Tony Mahmood. Uh, the hour went by way too quick. That means it must have been a great discussion. I know I certainly enjoyed it. Very informative. And best of luck to all three of you as you continue on the campaign trail. Go out there and uh, try to uh, make a difference in your respective communities. Very admirable. Thank you all for stepping up. And thank you for stopping by today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having so us. Yeah, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And, folks, thank you, as always, for tuning in. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Closing time. Are you searching for a comfortable and welcoming home for an older male relative or friend? Look no further than Deputat Board and Lodge. More than a traditional boarding house, Deputat Board and Lodge is a warm, peace-filled community of men living together in a beautiful historic home. They're well cared for with three square meals a day, laundry service, and staffing round the clock. Deputat Board and Lodge offers semi-private rooms. It's modern with Wi-Fi and state-of-the-art security systems. Plus, it's close to the bus line. Residents do need to be able to navigate stairs. The Deputat family has been running Deputat Board and Lodge for 53 years, and their average residence stays for 17 years. To find out if Deputat Board and Lodge is right for your ambulatory male relative or friend, go to deputatboardandlodge.com. That's D-E-P-U-T-A-T, Deputat, a traditional boarding house that offers a non-traditional change of pace. DeputatBoardAndLodge.com Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Those days I've convinced myself I need an ambulance, by the time I get to the phone to call one, I'm a distracted four or five times. Join us on Thursday, November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and save up to $10 per ticket. That's am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, it's Jim Daly here. Just so you know, it's time. Time for a challenge. Time to not only be a Christian, but live your faith. Bring Your Bible to School Day is the next Live It Challenge on October 5th. Nationwide, kids will team up to share the gospel at their schools. To learn more or register your children for the first time, visit bringyourbible.com. His word gives us confidence. So let's live it up. Bringyourbible.com. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. 
They re ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely, we're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. AM 12.